definitely human. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 27. It's summer and today we have a visitor on the farm. So some of you may remember on our first episode, I was speaking with my friend Yoxham when I was still in London and now he is in Devon, finally. Hi everyone. Hi, I'm back. <laughs> so for the record, I missed her so much. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here and see Charlie's life actually is just so amazing. I am so jealous of her. <laughs> okay, so just step over here. So we're just walking into the veg garden. So these huge tubs are raspberry bushes. They used to be in the ground and we dug them up and put them in these planters, these raised beds. Ah, oh, but the bees absolutely love them and they're so pretty and they taste amazing. So you've already seen inside the greenhouse, but I've got so many cucumbers. Yeah, step inside because I was in here earlier. We're going to do a smashed uh, cucumber, like Asian salad later. Mm, but yeah, yes. look, I've got like all these growing and then like down there on the floor. It's called Suala Huanggua. <laughs> Smashed cucumbers with rice vinegar and grinded garlic. And it smells amazing, guys, in here. I love the smell of fresh tomato, like just the smell of the vines. It's like such an incredible smell. We had the tomatoes for uh, lunch today. It was just super, super delicious. Okay, watch out for that vine. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm like knocking things over. The tomatoes are sort of over taking over in there. And over here, I've got, that's rhubarb, giant rhubarb plant. I've got some beer traps because the slugs and snails absolutely love aubergine. These are aubergines. Courgettes down here. Wait, let me show you some courgettes growing. Oh, my God. I know. That. Oh, that's how courgettes grow. Yeah. I thought they were on, like, vine stuff. <laughs> they, they're not vine. No. Oh, jeez. I thought they were cucumber family. They're not. <laughs> And this is cauliflower, although it's yeah. it's nowhere near yet. And then this is butternut squash. Okay, in my London flat, I tried to grow sweet peas that all died. Oh, <laughs> they got a bit of a fungus, didn't they, I think. Yeah, I want to grow sweet peas next year. I love the smell. But it's just been so rewarding for me to be able to come out here and just pick stuff to eat. Do you want to see my chickens? Of course. Oh, they're here. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the girls are outside. I've like taken all the grass off and just left the exposed earth and they love digging around for worms and things. Let's go inside. Oh, they're so cute. I love them. I'll take some barley. You can put your hand down and they'll eat out of your hand if you dare. If I dare. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Hi, oh, birds. You <laughs> yeah, they're so cute, aren't they? Hi. Oh, what's Hello. Oh. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, see? <laughs> um, 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 um. Oh, okay, okay, easy. This one's Yellowtail. She's the head honcho hen. What's that her one's name? called Ermintrude. Ermintrude. This is Gertie. She's got like pretty. Oh, Gertie's. Yeah. Gertie's She's beautiful, cute. isn't she? She's the she was the most hen pecked one. When we first got her, she mm. had no feathers whatsoever, and now she just looks absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Hennifer is the one that never shuts up. She's always making a racket. And we've got Little Red and Maud. What is, what is the this? So this is um, food. Ooh. So it's hanging so that rats can't get at it. So it's only the chickens that can eat it. So just like to discourage vermins and things like that. Oh. Um, okay, eggs. No, I, there's no eggs. But yeah, look, it's like, huh? Oh, there's one These egg. are rubber eggs. What do you mean rubber eggs? They're rubber eggs. They make the hens think, oh, it's egg laying. Uh. So it's, yeah, it's just fake. Is that a fake? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, humans are horrible. <laughs> This is some lettuce from the garden. I like to pick every morning and give them like some fresh lettuce. This is like their door. So in the morning and at night. Oh, some outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, shush. <laughs> Close the door on them. Okay, wait, now we can go out. Yes. Go out this way. Grab a handful of, yeah. Come on, ladies. What are you shouting about? Come on. So we're going to go out around. So this is the honesty box table. So we've got our maize lays. We've got homemade jams. We've got blackcurrant jam, raspberry jam. And then we've got rhubarb and ginger chutney, apple chutney. Um, How do you take yeah. cards? No, no. You just put your money in the box. So that's oh it's, it's an honesty box. So leave your money in honesty. the box. and Exactly. Yeah. We trust you to leave your cash. Hmm. <laughs> They absolutely love cucumber and sweet corn is like oh, really? their favorites. Yeah, and they love their veg. Love cucumbers. Yeah. Wow. They love cucumber. I hold it and they like peck either side. Nigel's like, oh my god, you're so brave. Like <laughs> doing that, they do sometimes bite my skin, but they don't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> is that the ocean? Over yeah, there? yeah, that's the sea. Yeah, so the the yeah. estuary and the river goes into the estuary yeah. that leads out to the sea. And far distance over there, it looks sunny, and on the other side, it just completely raining yeah and actually i would say it gives a really beautiful an incredible hue of the color of the sky you know today i arrived to the uh, train station i thought I, i saw the light coming through the other side of the train station and that was the first thing i said like, i remember this because oh. i was here for charlie's wedding four years ago i was like yes the same light the same green color yeah. right also, the air here is just so, what's the clean? word? Clean. Yeah. And, you know, light. I you're going to feel so tired tonight. It really knocks the wind out of you. You're going to be, you're going to sleep so well. Really? Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Because of the oxygen. It took David and I quite a while to get used to it. You know, we were so tired when we first moved here. Oh my God. It's starting to rain. Should we run back to the yes. studio? Okay, let's sure. go. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so nice having Yoxon down and being able to see friends again. Like, I think I've forgotten how much I'm sort of alone all the time. Like, I really love it. And it's very meditative and I'm in my own world and I'm absolutely doing what I love. But I have kind of lost that connection to so many people that I had when I was in London. Um, I can't believe, you know, I said I was going to come back every month and it's been 10 months. It's been nearly a year and I feel so disconnected from the city. It'll be interesting to see how I handle being back. I definitely miss the restaurants and all the incredible food. I'm sort of a little bit sick of my own cooking, but I've just got used to it now. The lack of takeaways, the lack of delicious restaurants and seeing friends every night and, you know, cocktails and all the stuff that the city brings, this vibrant kind of social life that I've sort of left behind down here. It's just me, myself and I and you guys. (laughs) So I am in the vineyard. Everything was plowed and subsoiled and so the soil is super fine and the grass hasn't grown yet but we do have lots of weeds unfortunately so there's lots of docks and lamb's tongue which is like this giant bush which just looks an absolute state so i'm currently pulling up the lamb's tongue the grapes are looking amazing the grapevines are actually looking amazing they're starting to come up over the tree guards so we've got them sort of on a little metal pole and there's little tree guards around them little plastic tree guards so that they're all cozy and toasty inside and if i look So they're growing out over the top. They've got really beautiful green leaves and then the very top leaves almost look kind of pinkish. Some of them have got little tendrils as well, so they're starting to hang on to things, whatever they can. There was one... Let me see if I can find it. Oh yeah, mum pointed out one this morning. So one has grown completely the wrong way. It's doing its own thing. And instead of growing up inside the plastic tree guard, it is growing out of one of the holes in the side, sort of one of the breathing holes. And I noticed there's a little cluster of grapes. I'm so shocked. I had no idea that we would be getting grapes so soon. I mean, when I say grapes, they're literally like little tiny, tiny, tiny baby grapes. They're not going to be proper grapes this year. But yeah, I can't believe it. My baby's growing up so fast. So cute. I'll put some pictures on the Insta. Oh, some of them have already been knocked off by the wind. I can see. Yeah, unfortunately... This is what's worrying me about this site is just because it is on top of the hill and it has been windy. You know, it's absolutely fine whilst it's in the wind guard. But then when it grows up high, it's looking a little bit windburnt. And yes, some of them have snapped off. But there's things we can do with that by, you know, planting more hedges and stuff. So basically, I'm not too worried because the first year or two that you plant vines, they basically are like a sleeping baby in the ground and they don't need too much attention. In year two, you actually chop them right back and you keep pruning them to make them stronger. So when you think of a traditional grapevine, it's more like a sort of small tree trunk than a little spindly thing that we've got at the moment. So we just need to kind of harden it off and make it more of a shrub originally i was throwing weeds into these giant fertilizer bags that we've got left over from the farm but then i have to actually manually lift those up into the back of our gator to go drop down in the woods we've got like a little pile of our garden waste that we just put in the woods that actually has turned into the most incredible compost you know we've been doing it for a while and it just breaks down and makes the soil really really amazing down there oh i can see a white and black spotted ladybug hello How sweet. I don't think I've ever seen one of those before. I thought they were just red or what are the other colours? Purple? (laughs) 
Anything with flowers on, I'm leaving it for the bees and everything. But things like lambs, lettuce and the docks are just leafy. You know, they're not providing anything. Maybe a bit of shelter, but yeah, I can't afford them to be taking the nutrients away from my plant vines, which the lambs, lettuce, lambs, lettuce, the lambs, lambs ears, lambs leaf, I can't remember what it's called now. It is towering over the grapevines and they're hardly getting any light. And the vines that are growing in between all these weeds aren't doing as well as the ones that are growing away from the weeds. Also, funnily enough, it's just around the very outside of the site. So when I look into the middle of the vine rows, there aren't that many weeds. And I think that's because the seeds must blow from the hedges around the corner of the field, around the edges of the field. Hedges and the edges. So it's really just about picking the weeds out of the ground before they can go to seed and create more weeds. I might in the autumn spread some grass seed around because basically how we want to get this to is we want it to be grass like the rest of the field and I can just go up and down it with the lawnmower. Right now, just because it's soil, it's kind of prone to lots of um, weeds growing in it. But yeah, that's the stage that I would like to get to is so I can just go up and down with the lawnmower. The gator just about fits down the rows, um, although the ground's a bit uneven at the moment because we've had it planted by a tractor by a tree planting machine and it's going to be trellis so they should be dropping off the trellising equipment this week and then at the end of next month is when we're going to actually trellis this half of the field so I just want it to look a bit more sort of tidy for when those guys come because right now it's just looking a bit like a rampaging sprawling weed fest So I'm actually pulling out the weeds and then I'm trying to shake the soil as much as possible on the clump of the bottom of the weed. I don't want to take too much soil away from the vineyard site. Don't know how many times I'm going to be doing this and don't know how much soil will be left by the time I've finished. Um, But I'm sort of, I'm trying different techniques. I'm now smashing it on the back of the gator um, to sort of get off the majority because earlier I was sort of throwing it over the top of my head and smashing it onto the ground like so but I ended up getting soil that went down my trousers and in my knickers so that wasn't very nice so I decided to change tactics Hmm. and it's always on days like today I decide to just do this randomly I'm just totally not dressed for the occasion I mean I was wearing farm jeans but I'm wearing brand new white socks which are now full of soil and they just look really grim I just shouldn't be allowed to wear white socks really because I just ruin every single pair Oh god, okay, now I'm going to pick up my little bundle, put it in the back of the gator and then I've got enough now to take down to the woods and upend it. Through the narrow gateway, try not to ooh, hit anything. Find a spot. Okay, so I have pulled up into the woods. I'm just going to let the back down. There we go. And might be easier if I turn off the ignition and then we're going to lift up the back. Nice. So it's all fallen out the back and I'll lift it back up again. I feel like this is like when you're a kid and you're playing dump trucks or something. (laughs) Does that go down anymore? It doesn't look right. I broken it? Am I on an angle? Maybe it is right. Maybe I'm just on an angle. God, it would be just like me to break something. When we very first got um, 
we had a quad bike and we had a trailer and dad let me go on it and I went through a gateway with such speed I didn't realize that the trailer had the wheels sticking out either side and I literally bent it at a 45 degree angle and cost my dad a couple of thousand pounds in mending that so aren't I a joy Oh, I'm just in the um, in the fields at the moment in Ladywell Woods and it's so pretty. There's lots of pheasants running around, lots of baby pullets, I think they're called. They're on the top road at the moment. I'm trying not to run them over when I come along. You know, there's like 20 of them all gathering for a mother's meeting. But yeah, just learning their surroundings and it's so nice. Everything's herish now because everything has been harvested. So I can just drive wherever I want on the gator um, and drive over the fields rather than having to skirt around the outside. Oh, so this is my third load today, so I'm going to see how much more I can get done. I always dream that I can get things done in one single day, but the reality is I'll probably be doing this all week. But it'll look really nice for being done because it's really stressing me out that it looks like such a mess. I'm sure Nigel is going to be um, very happy that I've cleaned it up because he has to look at it every day as well. I want the vineyard to look all nice and pretty again. Right, back to the farm. It's a lovely day to be on the farm. Nigel has got a lorry load full of, I think we're doing barley first. So we've got a lorry full of barley, which is about eight tons, I think we're converting. And it is tipped upwards and there's a small chute in the back. So there's a small little cubby hole that sort of gets lifted up and the grain pours out into what looks like a giant funnel that's then being sucked up in a tube and it goes into the back of this lorry. Now on one side, we've got empty fertilizer bags on both sides, but on the back side, the grain is cleaned and salted. So anything that's not acceptable, any grain that started to sprout gets outcast into the one at the back, which is unusable. And in the front, spraying it against the disease and it's coating it in a red dye. Um, Nigel is currently moving the bags from the front to be stored back in the shed, ready for planting next year. Hi Nigel, are you all right? Hi Charlie, yeah, I'm all good. Thank you very much. Yeah. So I've just watched you finish loading up all of the grain into that lorry with all. It looked like a time machine in the back. There were so many different buttons and knobs flashing. What was going on? We treat the barley and the the wheat. It's a seed treatment. All of the barley's been treated with um, Raxel Star, which is it covers the loose smut and leaf stripe, so it protects against that. We've also um, done latitude dressing, which is a dressing for. Um, take all which is a disease that we get a lot of around here for some reason it helps it doesn't prevent it 100 percent. but you know what does the disease do what does it mean take all affects the rooting system of the plant right so it doesn't uh, grow or... it doesn't grow no it attacks the root system and the plants die off um the wheat we've treated with uh raxel star and also again we've done 1500 kilos with um signal is called which is to protect against wireworm. Um, as you can see, it's affected the crop of maize in there. It's something that can follow in the, the next crop as well. So that's if the field has been grass and you suddenly turn it into a crop, it has wireworm in because of the grass and that can attack the crop. Exactly that, yeah. yeah it's affected the maize over there quite badly in certain areas there, yeah. And only certain crops, because I guess I was worried that it would affect the vineyard, but it hasn't done anything with those, so it must not affect trees or shrubs or something. Certain crops, I assume that it affects, yeah. yeah. 
How come, so everything comes out, it's obviously cleaned. On one side, you separated out anything that may have sprouted and that got ditched to the side. And then the other side was all the perfect stuff that's been cleaned, covered in these coatings. And then it was dyed red as well, which is unusual. Yeah, that's how it's been for years. That's how they do it. Is it red similar to like, say, petrol or diesel or whatever, when you get it for a tractor, it's red so you can tell the difference? Is it basically just so you can tell the difference? I, I would, you've asked me a question I can't answer there, to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's just colouring, it's a dye i expect yeah. that they put on it so they know it has been treated i expect yeah we used to do it ourselves uh, father used to buy the seed treatment and we used to have an auger and treat it at the end of the auger which was i've heard about the auger yeah <laughs> and, and we used to sneeze and I'd say, you'd be sneezing red at night sort of thing oh, like yeah. yeah well it was horrible stuff that's why you, you know you see them there i mean it's done properly with a proper machine which is the better way to do it to yeah. be honest Oh, it's so nice talking to Nigel. He's such an absolute fountain of farming knowledge. And today, learning about treating the grain and turning it into seed for next year's grain. It makes so much more sense for us to actually keep portions of our grain to turn into seed for next year because it's so much more cost effective, right? It costs a lot to kind of buy in seed and it's cheaper for us to treat it like we've been doing today. And then we have it for next year's sowing of the seeds. Who knew that the world of seeds could be so exciting? exciting the way they get coloured and treated and turned red ready to be sown into next year's crop the exciting world of seeds everyone <laughs> the exciting <laughs> i think i've lost the plot ah a rare moment of self-doubt from our farming heroine just to prove how down-to-earth and relatable she is next week we return to our regularly scheduled program of me being practically perfect in every way in the meantime you can follow us on instagram at back to earth podcast on twitter at back to earth pod and on tiktok at back to earth charlie music is by john day artwork is by eric chow and this episode was edited by david knight thank you guys and thank you for listening and if you're supporting us on patreon stay tuned for our after show series hashtag farm life this week we'll be talking about seeds find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human back to earth is a definitely human production okay bye hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.